Hey guys, welcome to the Goki Zillennial Podcast. This episode is going to be about the dumpster fire that is my love life. Yep, yep. This is for uh, um, my fellow Zillennials. If you started dating, well, started like looking into like, you know, romantic relationships when you were like much older, like me, approaching mid-twenties, this is for you. This isn't really about, oh my goodness, guys suck, I'm not gonna like focus on guys, right? No, this is for people who are, were so focused on your friends, like myself, I was so focused on my friends, I was so focused on varsity, I was so focused on my family, totally, utterly, completely consumed with that, all of a sudden, you look up, your cousins that are your age are married, your cousins, your friends that are your age are engaged, others are having kids, being married for like three years already. Where did the time go? Did I enter some sort of like space-time continuum? I came out on the other side and we just like, you know, we just, I missed an entire phase of my life. <laughs> so this is, hopefully you'll just have a good laugh, you know, and won't think that I'm just totally pathetic um not that that's exactly what i think of myself or anything lie that's a lie that's exactly what i think about myself um but i really do hope that you enjoy it you know one of the weirdest things about only dating when you're older like i'm in my like 20s and i have never really dated anyone you know i've never been in a relationship where you know you have two people you know that are like you know let's do this thing like i've I've, I've never had that you know and i purposely did it because i have always been afraid of picking the wrong person you know and i guess it just stems from just seeing (laughs) the type of men that people that i loved would pick and i just assumed that so perhaps this is just like the majority of guys on the planet you know and i just hate feeling any kind of pain i just hate pain i hate it so much you know, I, <laughs> I, I detest it. You know, I just, so I try to avoid it by any means necessary. And now, here I am, at 24, almost 25, you know, and I, I, I like this guy. And my colleague was just saying that this is why this is your fault you started dating when you're like older now so now you don't even know whether this person is into you or not and i don't know whether or not this person's into me and it's so annoying because it's my mom my lovely mother sorry about that lost my train of thought Got to take my mother. I got sidetracked, but I don't. I basically don't know what I'm doing. When it comes to love, when it comes to relationships, I just generally. When it comes to romantic general like relationships, I just don't know what I'm doing.
you know, I don't know what the kids are doing. <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> I, Jay, like, I don't know what to do. I am lost. Like, he lost. Because, like, it's not that I haven't even tried, right? I have tried, you know. Um, I know the kind of guy that I like. Basically, I mean, I, I, I know what I, I know what I really like and I also know what I really don't like, but all like the gray areas I can deal with. I'm just going to take it as, you know what, imperfection, he's a flawed human, I'm a flawed human, we can work around those gray areas. But like with the red flags or the yellow flags that, or the red flags that look like they're yellow, but they actually are in fact red like all of those abandon them together and i'm just like it's a hard pass it's a hard no but yeah by, by what i'm trying to say is i know what i do like i i i know what i want and i always go after it but i'm always just met with like a, this hard door that just slams in between him and i and it is just so frustrating i've been doing this for how many years now like how many years is like i remember about three years ago um i was really you i met the guy that ticked all the boxes for me he was a gentleman he was really polite and we shared the same values a lot of the same values and that's really really important to me and uh, I'm like, this is the guy that I, this is, this is the father of my children. This is the head of my household, the man that I'm going to, you know, love and respect for the rest of my life. And then I tell my best friends, my friends like, yeah, this guy's amazing. He's so cool. You know, all the moms love him. My mom loves him. So my best friend is like, you know what? Let's have a pool party we're gonna invite him and invite our friends so we can see what kind of guy he's like and get to know him better you know so we can create some space for you guys to also click because you know you can't vibe in the congregation guys <laughs> you know you can't you can't vibe when the rents are there when the parents are there you know it's just it's awkward you know there's you know the double dollars are there you can't you can't you know engage you can't sense whether there's chemistry or not you know you can't go there you know so yeah my friend we and i got uh, together invited all our friends invited his friends he was there it was liquor you know we swam we played volleyball we um played tennis we had a bride it was liquor and then <laughs> He starts giving me attention. I'm like, yes, this is going where I want it to go. But I was still super shy there. I think I was like 20, 21 maybe. Super shy, but still went for it. And I could tell it was okay. Maybe there's a little... Even my friends as well, you know. They would say, oh no, lose this, this guy. He seems quite interested in you. He's doing the things to show a whole team. He's feeling it, you know. Then, <laughs> all of a sudden, one of my my girlfriend's girlfriends show up, and 
he starts giving her like all of the attention we'd literally be in like a circle and um like speaking and not only will he speak above me and totally ignore what i'm trying to say he would like physically like turn his back against me like physically and block my view from like and you know how annoying that is like from the group almost kind of like excluding me from the conversation which was really really hurtful you know and he did that like the entire night and i was really hurt by that and then uh my other girlfriends were like yeah i so i just heard that he was actually trying to ask this girl out you know so i felt quite stupid i felt i felt very stupid <laughs> so <laughs> Attempt number one, right? And then attempt number two, this is a different guy that I'm talking about with attempt number two. Um, I met him and also ticked all of the boxes. We became really, really good friends, you know, and I felt really kind of special because he would never talk to girls. He would never talk to anyone, but the only person he would talk to is me, which made me feel so special. You know, I felt like the chosen one, you know, kind of like how a cat, when they choose like a human companion, I felt like that. So, um, I'm thinking, you know what, he, what if he, what if he likes me in a romantic way? Because I like him in a romantic way, you know? So, um, I got out a digital paper because I still had like those Samsung tabs, those Samsung notepads back in varsity so i took out like the notepad app and i wrote him a letter like it looked it was handwritten because i had the pen and everything so i wrote in like this beautiful cursive handwriting that my nanny taught me when i was like seven years old and i was like yes hi um i just wanted to tell you that i have feelings for you and i never wanted to tell you early on before because i was very old in our friendship you know, I um, decorated that um, that net, that letter, um, put some hearts on it, made it really special, very you know, sweet, like, and um, I sent it to him, and he read it, and he ignored it. He did not respond. It's been like, it's been like five years, I think, four or five years now. He has not responded. I was so mortified. I blocked him because like he had read it and he like not responded. After I did, I was like, no, I stuff this. Let me just block and forget about it because I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a response. I'm not getting anything back, you know, so... I thought that was quite pathetic of me. Oh, no, no, no. You think I'm stopping at two? Oh, no, fans. There's a number three. So, see this guy on Instagram. I'm like, woo, this man is the man of my dreams. But he is attainable. And you know what? Honestly, for this, guys, I'm not going to even joke with you. I did it for kicks, hey? I already did it for kicks because um, 
it was like April last year. I was bored. I was in the homelands, you know. I was in the homelands, bro, like for like four months straight, like with my granny. So it was just me and her. And I'm like, you know, this guy is really, really handsome. Like he's really, really handsome. And I was crushing on him. He was like, um, he looked like he was six feet tall. You know, dark skin. Um, and uh, yo, this man was gorgeous, hey? This man, yo, this man is gorgeous, but DM'd him. So, right, this is what I did. I created a fake Instagram account because I was mortified at the idea of using my own personal Instagram account. So, I used his person. So, I used, so I created a fake um, Instagram account. I created a Finsta as us zillennials call it and i had uh i sent him a dm saying hey by the way created this fake instagram account just to tell you how cute you are <laughs> and he responded saying who it is and i'm like oh no this is just a really shy girl you know who just wanted to let you know that she's she's into you you know and he's like what well, can I have a pic and I was like, no, are you mad? Are you mad? I'm not, I'm not doing... But I sent him a pic anyway. <laughs> sent him a pic anyway. And he's like, where do you live? And I told him where I lived. And he's like, Choo. that's far. That's far. And I'm like, yeah, that's far. It is far. And then you know what he said? Nothing. Nothing. But to be fair, right, this guy was a Sharks player, hey, he was a rugby player, and yeah, like, like one of my friends back at work said, you know, he, he like, the fact that a Sharks player entertained you, peasant, he should just be grateful for that. And, I mean, I was kind of like butt sore about it when it did happen in the moment, and my, my, my sister, my older sister was like, no, this guy probably just wanted to like, like play with you. You know, why would you want to... I mean, like, I wasn't going to do anything anyway. Like, no, really, I wasn't. Because, I mean, I, I, I don't, like, want to date a public figure. That's just not me. But I was like, but this guy is cute. And, like I said, I did it for kicks, you know. Um, I got a Sharks player's attention. <laughs> so, number four. Number four. Number four. Now this man. Mm. This man is probably one of the most genuine, most down-to-earth men that I've met in a long time. Um, and I've and I have not actually. There are a lot of genuine. I honestly. I'm not even joking. All of my guy friends are genuine, kind, sweet souls. Like, all of them. Like, I do not have one guy for... Okay, maybe I, I have one, actually. No, I have one. By the way, that guy that I told you about, the guy number one, um, is the one, this is the friend that I'm talking about. So this guy, turns out he was trash. <laughs> this guy's trash, by the way. But, like, he and I still... Um, we still... We, we're actually quite close now. We're actually quite close. We get along swimmingly. Um, 
and he doesn't know that I like I used to like him. I thought about telling him, but my best friend was like, no, do not do that because because he's like he's kind of like not what can I say? He's just not someone that's just he'll probably just like wanna judge up those feelings just because he can. He's not someone that you would want to be in a committed relationship with because he'd be like, what's commitment? So, um, but he and I are friends. Probably, he's like the only guy that I would know that's probably not really good with romantic relationships. But all of the other guy friends that I have are all sweet, down-to-earth, genuine men. Honestly. Like, I've been so lucky in that department because it has given me hope that there are genuine, kind men out there that would be really suitable partners for me, you know? So with this guy, he is one of those people. He's one of those people that are just, again, ticks all of the boxes. He's kind, compassionate, sweet, empathetic, self-aware, determined, driven. Um, he has really good leadership qualities, which I, which I find super sexy. I find leadership qualities super sexy. You know, he's a leader, but he's not arrogant. Maybe he's a little arrogant. I mean, he could work on his humility a bit, a lot, a whole lot. But, like, all of his other positive attributes. Was that, re- was that redundant? Positive attributes? All of these other attributes are... They kind of, like, trump that. Because, I mean, he's a work in progress. We're all working on ourselves, right? Let's not judge. We're all flawed human beings, like I said initially in this podcast. Podcast. So, hey, man, look, guy, this guy, right? He. It's prop. It's not a good idea for me to date him. It's not a good idea for me to date him at all. We have as much as most of our values are the same, but the one that, like the most important value, the most important value. That one should have when picking a partner he does not have which really sucks which really sucks but at the same time I'm like but why don't you like me though like okay let me just get us get this out of the way this man is of a different racial group right so i don't know the environment that he was raised in you know whether he was raised to be open-minded like that when it comes to like dating you know whereas i was i was i mean like my dad's side of the family are ethnically and racially mixed apart from like like but not my mom's side my mom's side are like from lady smith like they're all just like monoracial there and mono ethnic meaning everyone is zulu <laughs> like everyone but um on my dad's side it's a whole lot different there but yeah so i was just raised with that sort of like open-mindedness you know but yeah even so even this is just gonna sound really cassie like from euphoria but like I like you, 
I find that you have really suitable qualities that I find really attractive in a man, you know? The more I got, initially when I met him, I could not give two cents about him. I could not. But then I got to know him. We spent more time together. And I began to realize that this man is... This man is all is full. It's not about it's he's a full man. He's a full man. It's not about to have something together. This is a fully able bodied man mentally. Like he's got it together, right? Like he's emotionally intelligent, 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 self aware, empathetic, down to earth, sweet, and he's really good looking. Initially when I met him, I'm like, okay, this is a man. But like the more I got to know him, the more I'm like, okay, this this guy is actually very good. He is objectively speaking, objectively speaking, he actually is very handsome. Um, but so I'm probably and like the guy number two that I'd spoken about. This guy also does not really get along with a lot of people, not mostly because he keeps himself a lot. But at the same time, he doesn't. I wish I knew how to explain this. He's also very introverted, extrovert. He, as much as he enjoys, you know, building connections and having relationships with people, he does keep to himself a lot. Um, and people do find him a bit weird. Like, I've met, like, three people that have found him a bit weird. But I don't, I see why they say that. But at the same time, I find those things about him so adorable i find those things about him so adorable so to me it just does not make sense as to why someone would would think that it's weird because i don't find any part of him weird i think he's quirky but i wouldn't say he's weird you know and yeah i'm probably one of like especially like one of the the only girls that he gets along with i don't know i'm trying not to have like a pick me moment even though this is not like what what a pick me girl means but like this whole idea about well he's choosing me out of like a sea of women kind of thing you know but so this is where like my colleague was like, yeah, this is what happens when you wait 25 years to start dating. You never know whether a guy is into you or not. I saw this one TikTok that said that as much as you always hear about the if he wanted to, he would kind of, you know, statement. A, a lot of us, even though we want to, we can't because we're shy and we scared of rejection. You know, and I thought that really makes sense. It's true. And then another TikToker said, you know what? At the end of the day, as much as even though you really want to, you say these words and you say, yes, I want to do these things. At the end of the day, the only things that matter is action. It's action. And you know what? She's absolutely right. Because if you're not going to do it, then you probably actually just don't want it that much. You don't want it enough. And I feel like I have to accept that. Because the more I got to know him... The more attractive he became to me, the more I wanted him to be mine. And I know I've revealed parts of myself to him as well. 
and I know he does have affection for me but not in a romantic way I guess because I guess I probably would have known by now <sighs> which at the end of the day really doesn't matter in the long scheme of things because he and I can't ever be together because we're just too different we have different ideas of how the universe works and that's just not a good idea to have in a house you know trying to raise kids I know I always jump like five years ahead when it comes to like crushes but mostly because I don't want to waste time and the, with me with dating there's just always a purpose like this is the reason why I'm dating I'm not dating for kicks I'm not dating for experiments it's not a social experiment to me it's real life because then why else would I openly give you my heart so that you can spit on it for fun no uh, uh, like when I see a guy that I like I'm like can I respect this guy can I trust him to lead can I can I trust him to take care of my family and I in an emotional spiritual mental way you know kind of thing so if for me, I if I feel like you can't do that, then... And I feel like he can't do that in the way that I want to. Yeah, I don't think he would be. In a spiritual way, but I know in an emotional way. I know that he would love me the way I want to be loved. Because he and I have the same love languages. And we've talked about this. Like, the way that we've expressed like the kind of partners we want. Like we, we Basically, we both want each other's type one of us wants the other though but this love is unrequited you know story of my life basically but um i'm i'm trying to get over it and the way i tend to get over things is to um i try to imagine it over and over and over and over again in my mind palace what it would be like for us to be together and all of like the bad things that could happen basically and just to try and exhaust myself it's my way of just processing it you know just live our love life in my daydreams my dreams during the day you know I know I'll get past it but like for how long will I be doing this I've been doing this for like 10 years now 10 years but the people that I want do not want me back like and I'm not talking about like the random people that you guys meet at like the text rank, you know what I mean? Like, you know those the you know those like a random Q Marshall who's probably hit on like the eleventh girl that he's seen that day. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actual suitors. Like, and my bar isn't really that high, guys. No, like it's not because like i i really don't care about money i really really don't i'm just asking for an emotionally intelligent man that's also just self-aware 
well, I guess self-awareness falls under the umbrella of emotional intelligence, but that's really all I need. I can handle it. We can handle the rest. We can both work. It's fine. But emotional, I need emotional security. That's literally, that is literally the only thing that like matters to me. If I don't feel emotionally secure, I think... I would crumble. I would simply perish. I would simply just die. So, I've been doing this for years. Like It's so annoying. I've been doing this for years. I know the kind of guy that I want. I always go after the guy that I want. But they never seem to want me. And I don't know for how long will I be take, I'm taking these rejections for. I'm trying to be patient. As much as I am not looking for love, but whenever a potential suitor pops up in the middle of like nowhere, like it's always like, sorry, talk to the hand. And then it's like, oh, well, here we go again, you know. So that's just me. So I just wanted to just put this out into the podcast universe about the dumpster fire that is my love life. May I just add that obviously I'm not going to date this guy. Obviously I'm not going to date him. Um, as much as I, I do really like his um, finer qualities... Um, I know it's oh, it's just would not be practical. No, our relationship wouldn't be practical, like I mentioned before. And but one thing I always do is I try to look for the lesson in things. And one lesson that I learned from this situation in particular, take a shot by the way, every single time I say particular, <laughs> um, in this situation, um, specifically. Um, is I I used it to sort of like label and um, map my emotions as it were uh, because as much as I always knew the kind of guy that I've always wanted to be with um, what I've always known but I've never actually been able to voice um, out loud is that how I want the person to make me feel and with this person um, and with every person that I choose, or hopefully also chooses me too, um, is that I want this person to feel like home, because this is what I, this is the feeling that I felt before, and I know this is definitely what I want to feel. You know, that's just you know when you're at home, you're comfortable, you're in a warm space, you know that you are loved. And um, even though I may not have that right now, I'm not talking about a home, I have a home where I feel warm and loved. Um, even though I don't have a person in a romantic way that I, you know, that I can be with and feel those feelings with right now, um, I am content with that for now. Yeah, I, I am content. I am super focused on um, my work and my family and my friends. <laughs> I, um, I am taking each day as it comes. I am enjoying living each day as if it is my last. And 
as much as I am not looking, you know, for love. I am very much open to it. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, I might die. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if it doesn't, then I hope I have the strength to cope. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for listening to the Goki podcast. Um, please subscribe. Please rate this five out of five if you liked it. If you didn't like it, please still rate it five out of five. And I'll see you again soon. Bye. -bye.